From Press Communications, LLC, this is Jersey Shore Matters with Diane de Oliveira. Carteret has been undergoing a major transformation that the borough attributes to its ongoing investment in infrastructure, which in turn is attracting billions in private redevelopment. Good morning. Joining me today to discuss how Carteret's downtown and waterfront redevelopment zone will bring in more than $1 billion in projects is Bob Macon, the borough's public information officer and director of economic development. Welcome to the show, Bob. Thanks so much for having me. So it's an exciting time for Carteret, and the revitalization that's taking place sounds like it's attracting younger residents, too, much in the way, I guess, Jersey City transformed into a so-called yuppie community for younger professionals. Absolutely. We kind of consider Carteret to be the new Hoboken now. And I think, I mean, I don't think Carteret is ever going to be done redeveloping. It's just, you know, the way the borough operates. You know, there's always you know, holes in the ground and cranes in the sky. But, you know, I think within the next five to ten years, we are very much going to be, the you know, the New Jersey City rather than the New Hoboken um, because there are going to be not only so many residential opportunities and shopping opportunities, but also a lot of entertainment opportunities. It's going to be a destination, yeah. a waterfront. Especially, it's going to be a destination. Yeah, of course, in 2021, the 50 million state-of-the-art borough-owned URSB Carteret Performing Arts and Event Center opened. You host Broadway-style shows, musical acts, private galas, conventions. It even has a rooftop cigar bar lounge and gazebo. How much has the borough benefited from that investment alone? Well, from that investment, definitely there's more interest in the downtown and even more so than that, the forthcoming ferry terminal has had an even bigger impact on the waterfront. So now we have interest in developers building hotels and a movie studio and more residential. So between the two of them, between the pack and the ferry terminal, there's a lot of redevelopment interest in Carteret. They're definitely the spearheads for our, you know, massive amount of redevelopment. Bob, I would like to talk about each of those individual projects, but first I just wanted to ask you, where did Carteret get the money to be able to make these investments? We have a lot of money coming in from federal, state, and county sources, largely grants, and we also had a lot of property, you know, along the waterfront particularly, that we were able to obtain in settlements. You know, these were abandoned properties. They had been industrialized and then abandoned by, you know, the corporations that owned them. And in settlements, we obtained them, and then we've been able to sell that land to create a great surplus. I mean, most municipalities are operating in a deficit. We have a great surplus. So when we need to, we can rely on those funds. But most of the funding comes at the federal, state, and county level. Let's talk about the planned ferry terminal and its intermodal transportation building. Can you kind of break it down? I guess Carteret's buying 35 acres from DuPont Chemical and about 7.5 acres will be used for the ferry project and building? Right. Yeah, so that's um, underway. We... uh, Earlier in the year, we um, dredged it, and we did the dredging we had to do. You know, we built the the bulkhead, the steel bulkhead, and now we've just gone out to bid for the the uplands improvements, the parking lot, the sewer pipes, 
the lighting. And so we're in the process of awarding that, that bid, and then that'll go under construction, and then next the next phase will be the ferry terminal itself where the folks, you know, get on the boat. And then comes the Carteret Intermodal Transportation Building. We're calling it intermodal because there's going to be buses coming in, Jitney's buses coming in to the ferry area, dropping people off so that they can catch the ferry. So it's sort of like very much a transportation hub, not just the ferry, but also, you know, with the bus lines and the Jitney's coming in. You know, we're expecting to be able to break ground on that intermodal transportation building in 2025. And just tell me a little bit about the actual building. Sure. It's a 40,000 square foot building, 10,000 square feet on each floor. And that building is going to have, in addition to the, uh, the ticket terminal and bathrooms, it's going to have a lounge. It's going to have restaurants. It's going to have retail. It's going to have a bed and breakfast. It's going to have a banquet and training facility. It's going to have rooftop amenities. So it's going to be pretty spectacular. It's kind of like, you know, I don't know if you've ever, um, or any of your listeners have ever experienced the Seattle Ferry Terminal, but it's going to be kind of like that. It's going to, you know, be more than just a place to catch a ride on the ferry. It's going to be a destination itself. can't really compare it to Grand Central Station, because Grand Central Station is very much about transportation. You know, you don't really go to hang out in Grand Central Station, but you do go to hang out in the ferry, in the Seattle Ferry Terminal, even if you're not catching a ride. And that's what Carteret's intermodal transportation building is going to be like. It's going to be a destination onto it. Is that the people who are coming in, they're using the ferry. If they, you know, want to hang out in town for a little while because they want to go to the pack or they want to enjoy some of the other things that are currently on the waterfront and coming to the waterfront, they can stay in the bed and breakfast or, you know, nearby in, you know, what's soon to be a hotel. How much will this help even alleviate traffic in the area? I mean, even for commuters that want to have another ferry option instead of driving into the city, you know, our roads just keep getting more congested. How much of an impact will this have in in the local area as well? So much so that we've gotten $48 million in federal, state, and county funding for this project because the powers that be realize that There is just so much traffic in Central Jersey. So if we got like three votes with 150 people making four trips in the morning and four trips in the evening, I mean, that's that's a lot lot of cars that were taken off the road. So the traffic's going to get that much better. I just want to remind our listeners, this is Jersey Shore Matters. I'm your host, Diane DeAlivera, and I'm speaking with Bob Macon, Carteret's Public Information Officer and Director of Economic Development. There's so much transformation taking place in Carteret and will be over the next several years. It's an exciting time for Carteret. We were talking about the ferry terminal that's planned, as well as the intermodal transportation building. And you have so many other things planned. Tell me about Carteret stages. Carteret Stages is a a movie studio and a hotel that will have restaurants, retail, it's going to have rooftop amenities, parking garage. And the idea is is that because we're so close to the turnpike and because we have the ferry, people are going to be, people who work in the movie and television industries and videos that are made on the internet, those use movie studios too. 
these folks are going to be able to access this movie studio so easily, so much more easily than other movie studios that are being built in the state. So, you know, the developer saw the property and he was just like, yeah, I've been really wanting to build a movie studio and I think this is the perfect spot for it. So that's in the planning stages. Um, there's still some things that have to be approved for it. Um, I don't know how soon that's going to break ground. But, you know, probably uh, I would say by, it's definitely going to, I would think it would definitely break ground by 2025, around the same time that the intermodal transportation building breaks ground. I think that's a good bet that by 2025 that, that Carteret stages will break ground. The TV and film industry is really exploding as well in New Jersey. Uh, you know, you always think of L.A. or New York City as, as being the hubs for that. But, you know, with Netflix coming into the old Fort Monmouth and just so much being ramped up, and then with this, what's going on with Carteret stages, New Jersey is really going to uh, be competitive in that industry. Definitely, yeah. And I think that you know, our proximity to the turnpike and the fact that, you know, the folks who are working in these industries can easily hop onto the ferry to come to work. And literally, you get off the ferry and you walk probably like less than a half a mile yeah. to, you know, get to the movie studio. The convenience. Um, <laughs> yeah, the convenience is, is amazing. And just the um, logistics involved in the the movie and, and television industry. Our exit 12 on the turnpike is just perfect for yeah. you know, dealing with those logistics. You mentioned earlier in the show about the opportunities for residential, you know, more residential buildings going up and that being available. Tell me about the mixed-use property that's under construction at 21 Washington. Oh, that's a great property. Um, so that is um, going to be six stories. Uh, with four stories of 153 residential units, uh, two stories of parking, and about 8,000 square feet of commercial. I believe the plan is for, like, 12 spaces of commercial in there. Um, there wasn't, there, I think there are 2,000 square feet, 2,000 square feet of pizza. Maybe it's only four uh, spots in there for businesses. But then again, you never know how the developer's going to want to divide all that up. But it's going to be really nice. Again, rooftop amenities on that building. Um, we have, you know, a rooftop on the pack. We have a rooftop at the Botanic, which is a, um, you know, 242, 242 units um, that recently sold for $87.5 million. That's got a gorgeous rooftop with a, with a, a restaurant component attached to that. Then you got 21 with the rooftop. And then next door to that is going to be probably the biggest multi-use property that we're going to build, which is at Carteret Avenue, Locust Street, and Washington Avenue. Um, that whole block is pretty much going to be redeveloped. It's a proposed two-acre site with a six-story building and 340 units, residential units, over-parking and commercial. That also is going to have a rooftop amenity. So folks are going to be hanging out on these rooftops in downtown Carteret, just, you know, checking out the Arthur Kill, checking out the New York skyline, checking out the Watchung Mountains. It's going to be absolutely gorgeous. 
uh, to be 30 again, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it does sound exciting. And like you mentioned, almost like uh, the revival like we saw in Hoboken in Jersey City. That's that's what Carteret's going to look like. And you expect this to all be completed within the next five years? I would say, uh, like I said, I don't think it's ever going to end. I don't think Carteret will ever stop. That's that's just the vibe I get. I think there's always going to be something going on in Carteret. It's always improving, always trying to bring in more jobs, always trying to bring in, you know, a better quality of life and for residents that we have now and for and for more residents to come and live. Just for Carteret to be the place to be, you know? Yeah. I think what we have proposed right now will be done within the next five to ten years. But, you know, tomorrow something new could be proposed, you know? There's right. always things, you know, in the planning stages. But I think the big projects that we have for the downtown and the waterfront right now, they'll be done within the next five to ten years. All exciting, good news. Uh, what is the response from residents being able, you know, the ones that already live there, seeing all this development? Is, is it something they favor? Well, they haven't. The taxes have not gone up in Carteret in many years. You know, we, we there's times when we've been able to lower the taxes, so... You know, I mean, our mayor has an 85% approval rating. He runs unopposed. I mean, you know, I mean, I, don't, I, I think they're pretty happy. Yeah. You know, it's a win-win for them because, you know, if, if we're lowering, lowering the property taxes, you know, and, and creating more jobs so that they can, you know, work closer to home, I mean, I mean, what is there to complain about? We have a wonderfully ethnically diverse population, and we celebrate that. You know, we 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 have all kinds of events all year long that like celebrate, you know, the, the diverse population of Carteret, and I think that makes the residents very happy too. Plus, we have so many so many things for them already to do, and there's more coming. Our parks are bustling. You know, we have we have the path. You know, it's um, you know, we try to make we just constantly try to improve the quality of life in Carteret. And our 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 mayor, Mayor Daniel J. Ryman, is the best at doing that. Bob, we are at a time. Is there anything you wanted to add real quickly? Yeah, I think I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Bob Macon, Carteret's Public Information Officer and Director of Economic Development. If anyone wants information about Carteret or things to do there, what can they do? I would say go to Carteret.net. There's plenty of great information at Carteret.net. We also are very active with our social media. You could um, follow Mayor Dan Ryman on you know all the big outlets, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. There's also My Carteret, um, which is the uh, social media of the Carteret Business Partnership, our special improvement district that has just done wonders for the, the borough. And then, you know, I, I would also highly recommend following the, uh, the Carteret PAP on all the social media. Bob, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's a pleasure to speak with you. All the best. You can hear Jersey Shore Matters with Diane D'Oliveira every Sunday morning on Press Communications, LLC.